0: It's Real Talk with Raylene Challonor, foster care and adoption.
1: Hi, welcome back to another Real Talk. I'm your host, Raylene Challoner and this is Real Talk with real people about foster care and adoption. And today my guest is Mrs. Jamie Procknow. I want to introduce her to the Real Talk listeners right now. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Ray, how are you? <laughs> I am so good. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really grateful. For Real Talk listeners, just some background, Jamie used to work for Christian Family Care Foster Adoption Agency, and that's uh, where I work now, part-time. I got to take Jamie's job, so she laid a great foundation, and then I just swooped in and reaped the benefit, so (laughs) I'm super grateful for this woman. Um, Jamie and Josh is their hubby's name. They are foster and adoptive parents, and you guys have a total of eight. Eight is, I, I, I guess
0: I'd say that's our unofficial because there are several other kiddos or not so small kids, big kids, adult kids, but still call me Mama yeah. J. So awesome. eight plus is what I would say. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's so great. So we're not going to go too much into actually your foster and adoption story today. I do want to have you back on the show so that we can dig into that. Um, but as we were talking, I don't know, a couple of days ago in our conversation, there was a theme that came up. And because we were talking about a new adventure that you and Josh are feeling the Lord is leading you into. Mm-hmm. And again, we'll talk about that maybe in another interview. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> um, but because of that adventure, it was kind of birthed out of your, um, your experience growing up. Yeah. And then um, because of your experience growing up, you have this love and passion and ministry for vulnerable youth. Absolutely, and um, that's kind of where this this new adventure is coming from, but as we were talking about vulnerable youth and your passion for that, this phrase came out of our conversation. You mentioned relational equipping, and that's something that is kind of near and dear to your heart, so explaining to myself and to the Real Talk listeners, what do you mean when you say relational equipping? You used it in a way where you want the use that God puts in your path to be relationally equipped. So what does that mean?
0: Well, relational equipping is really, so maybe I want to back up just a little bit and say, one of the things when we were foster parents that we noted quite often is that that seems to be one of the most challenging aspects of bringing, uh, especially an older child into your home, but even the younger ones because you know once uh, relationships once they've gotten to a place in life where relationships have been established and they were cognitive mm-hmm. and then there were attachment ruptures perhaps yeah. or abuse or neglect you know there were there were perhaps wounds yeah. relational wounds enter a place I don't know what it would be it'd be the antithesis of relational mm-hmm. and so you have young ones in your home, and they don't know, they don't know how to receive love. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to be in a family or to, you know, it's really challenging. One of our children came from many years. He lived in a group home. Yeah. And I think that, that you know, if, if, if he were here with us right now, he would tell you that that was one of the things that he just simply didn't understand is how to function in a family unit, like mm-hmm. in a group home setting, mm-hmm. the, the expectation is kind of more of an every man for himself mentality. And, and actually we see that with foster children quite often, yeah. you know, just what do I need to do? to survive right. and maybe to just fly under the radar, right. you know? So nobody's really on my case. Mm-hmm. I'm doing good enough that they're not bothering me, you know, but I'm not thriving because nobody's asked me to. Right. No one's expected me to. And no one's really talking to me about these things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe a therapist. Right but it's different when we're living together or we're working together or whatever. And so what happens is when somebody doesn't know how to relate or doesn't know how to be in a relationship,
1: yeah.
0: what we see is they move out of foster care or, you know, into the world yeah. and they don't know how to function in the setting, of course, in a family, right? Or perhaps in, in, uh, relationships, uh, it could be, you know, uh, romantic relationships mm-hmm. or even peer to peer relationships or in an employment situation all of these things tend to demonstrate an area of difficulty they they struggle their way through adulthood because they simply didn't know what it meant to be relational
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that's kind of what it is what so that's what not being you know that's where the need for relational yeah. equipping comes in yeah. um and so my heart and my thoughts or that relation relational equipping is really the process of gathering the people that have come into your life yeah. and talking about the hard things, creating a safe place, mm-hmm. and and being consistent with presenting relational opportunities. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's awkward it's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And um, if I may, I, I there's this. This uh, word from from Fred Rogers, Mister yes. Rogers, that just really hit me like a ton of bricks. And then a friend of mine bought me his some of his books, Aww. and it actually ended up being in one of them. And I, I just have to have to share it with the world. It yes. says this: Anything that's human is mentionable, and anything that is mentionable can be more manageable. When we talk about our feelings, they become less overwhelming less upsetting and less scary, the people we trust with that important talk can help us know that we're not alone. Mm. Well, man, that's what I want to be. That's how, that's how we can even get started with the process of relational equipping is diving into the parts where people maybe don't want to talk about it. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe it's never been spoken of before that creating a safe place, you know, um, one of the other things, something I read from another book of his today to my children is simply this. It says, the greatest gift you can ever give is your honest self. Well mm. When you show up in the world as your honest self, mm-hmm. that right there creates an opportunity for people to be honest in front of you yes. also. Right. That's why you do this show, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> the
1: real, the authentic, so, right? If yes. I'm going to be vulnerable with you, yes. then you can trust me your whatever it is, your vulnerability with me. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so it is that we dive into that process Mm. of uh, working out, making a safe place to work
1: out those hard things so that we learn how to be relational. What does that look like in your home, Jamie, with the kids that you've brought in and kids that still I know just kind of show up on your doorstep? Is that around the dinner table? Is that just in the car like what does that look like are you intentional is it like a Friday night thing there
0: I love that you asked if it was intentional and yes Mm -hmm. it is absolutely intentional but it's also then this may be the part where people freak out it's intentional and it's constant as in it's 24 7 -hmm. it's -hmm. it's, it's every day with every opportunity that possibly presents itself Mm -hmm. yes intentional some more intentional than others. Mm-hmm. The first step would be intentional listening mm. and, and, and watching yeah. body language. You know, um, does that seem to make the child uncomfortable? Is there an uneasiness or an unwilling? Are they pushing away? That mm-hmm. might be a clue that we maybe need to create some safety there mm-hmm. to, to dive in a little deeper, a little right? But Super. yes, we start in in our home. We mm-hmm. start every day off with a word, mm-hmm. similar to what I just read from Mister Rogers. Yeah, we uh, like we start with the Bible mm-hmm. and we read out of God's word, mm-hmm. and then we transition into something like this, and then we converse. And sometimes my children have things to say in the middle of all of that. And <laughs> yeah. amazing because you'd think, here's what I've learned. You'd think that kids that are, you know, 8, 9, 10, probably wouldn't have a lot to say about a conversation like this. Not yeah. so. Right. If you create it as a normal thing and it's constant, we also have a family dinner question. Okay. okay. Every night we pull a question out of the jar. Sometimes they're silly. Yeah. Sometimes they're serious. Mm-hmm. And I'm always amazed. At what my children have to say mm-hmm. on these subjects, they've gotten accustomed to talking, yeah. to talk about it. If we can manage, if we can mention it, we can manage it. Now, mm-hmm. just I always like to think about, like I said, the antithesis mm-hmm. of things. So, what would that look like? If we can't talk about it, mm-hmm. then we're probably not managing it very well, are we? Yeah. And then it's just stuffed and and shoved down deep,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: probably wreaking all kinds of havoc. Right. And so relational equipping. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's good, Jamie. I feel like we could talk all day. I'm so we could good. talk I'm all day. I <laughs> love it. Do you, as we're kind of winding up here, is there something that has been kind of pressing on your heart? As you knew, we were going to have this conversation today. Is there something that you, I know you have a lot of good things that you found um, in Fred Rogers book <laughs> that really speak to you. And I, I love that, that you shared that with us from a, either a foster mom perspective, adopt mom perspective, that you would just want to kind of leave maybe an encouragement or a word of wisdom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do, actually. You know,
0: one of the reasons that people feel, I, I feel like all people maybe hesitate to talk about anything is our shame or our guilt. Yeah or our embarrassment,
1: mm-hmm.
0: over what I would say is actually most of the time it's just, it's it's our human nature. Yeah, pretty and normal. Our, yep. <laughs> it, we're, we all have mess. Yeah. I have a mess. My kids have mess. We yeah. all have mess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that should not, that does not define whether or not we're loved. Yeah. You know, and so I think, you know, I have been... I've allowed my children to, to be apprised of the inner workings of my heart that are not so confident, maybe not so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I want, because they actually see me, they're so sweet. I love my, uh, you know, I know we all love our kiddos, but they think, Al, my son Alex said something so sweet today. He's like, mom, you're a nine. I'm like, <laughs> cause I was. Basically talking about the fact that I had my own struggles and it's like, here, and how am I doing? You know, I want to be a good mama. He's like, you're a nine. (laughs) So so as nice as as that is, the thing is Mm -hmm. they need to know about, he said, and then he gave me a percentage. You're 90% doing great with your parenting. I said, well, (laughs) it, it is important though that people see that other whatever percentage it is. I don't care if we're 99% struggling. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We need to, we need to be human in front of people. Mm -hmm. And, and, and do you know, when I say that I am a mama of eight plus, you know, the reason there's a plus on that when I'm not currently a foster mom, Mm -hmm. my kiddos come back to me for years because they feel safe to struggle in front of me. And they know that no matter what they're facing, that it has no bearing Mm -hmm. on the love. So I guess I would just say, don't be afraid to let the people in your life know of your struggles Mm. so they feel safe to continue to come to you Mm. when they themselves are struggling and they don't feel like they need to hide it. That way, they can
1: heal it. Mm. Oh, good note to end on, Jamie. Thank you.
0: That was really (laughs)
1: lovely. You're right. I could sit here with you all day and chat more about this. Real Talk listeners, unfortunately, we cannot sit here all day. She has got children in the house waiting for her. and I have children at home waiting for me. So it's with that that we love you and leave you. I want to say thank you for listening and tune in next week as well. Appreciate you, all of you. Thank you so much. That's bye for now from Raylene Challoner and Real Talk. So what exactly are essential oils and what can they do for you? Well, they can play an important role in your family's health. We'd like to introduce you to Jodi Randolph, developer of Creating Healthy Families Naturally. Jodi is passionate about helping moms understand the importance of physical, emotional, and financial success with the use of doTERRA essential oils. Learn more about her weekly classes at jodyrandolph.com or call 928-899-7257.
2: Listen to the name, Journey Real Estate Investments and Management. Founded in 2008, they bring a new and vibrant experience to property owners like marketing, rigorous screening, drawing up leases, lease enforcement, rent collections, and more, all done with dignity and respect. And that's just the start. If you need property management, look to Journey Real Estate Investments and Management, 928-776-8464. That's 928-776-8464 or journeyazrealestate.com. Ever dealt with any kind of construction project without a general contractor? That just screams being overwhelmed. Chances are it's because you didn't work alongside Antelope Springs Construction. And why do you need a general contractor? Because it's crucial dealing with tasks, foreseeing complications, and preventing delays. Antelope Springs Construction takes out all the guesswork to ensure your vision. Everything from design to completion. Call them now at 928-237-0762. To Antelope Springs construction.com With a name like Zebrascapes, you've got to be good at what you do. So what does Zebrascapes do? Just listen. With summer right around the corner, they can create the yard of your dreams, from design and installation to maintenance, weed control, irrigation and yard cleanup to tree care services. Zebrascapes Landscaping and Services, it says it all, and they do it all. Read all about them at Zebrascapes.com or get the conversation started at 928-830-4061. Zebrascapes.